Chicks, two rad chicks, weekly confessions, adventures, and obsessions. Good evening and welcome to Two Rad Chicks. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing our adventures from Nimbin Mardi Gras. I am your anchor man, Deanne Love. And I am your heavyweight champion, Grace Hogan. We made it. We're back. We did it. We're alive. And I guess maybe we should let them wait a little and see whether or not we actually got arrested mm. at Nimbin Mardi Gras because first... We did have some opportunities. But there were, yeah, there were many. There was a lot. Did we achieve there it? There was some action uh, and keep <laughs> listening to see what happened because we're going to share our weekly confession. Mm. Do you have one? Yeah. I do. Uh, Is it a confession? I guess so. Actually, we haven't... Maybe it's an observation. If it's not a confession. It was like a bold um, moment in my life, I feel like. Can I share that? That's important. Yes. Okay. Of course. It's not a massive confession, but this week I got to set some boundaries Ooh, boundaries. Yeah. Something I know nothing about. Go. Um, so my dad and his girlfriend um, were going to come and visit. And um, I they wanted to stay with me. And we're just not at that level yet. So I... I said, I'm sorry, but I feel as though the most loving thing to do is not have you in my space, which was really hard to do because it's my dad and I love yeah. my dad. Um, so, yeah, I guess. How did you do it? it? Via text message? <clears throat> yeah. Did you speak? Post-it note? I... We had a phone conversation mm-hmm. about him coming. And in the moment, I was like, yeah, that's fine. No worries. And then when I sat with it, I was like, actually, oh. that's not fine. Wow. Okay. And so then I sent him a message and just like a very loving one mm. and just kind of let him know where I was at with mm-hmm. that. And then, and then I opened it f- up to a phone conversation sure later so the initial Mm. conversation with dad dad just expected Mm. because he's your dad he's my dad so he's like hey i'm coming to stay with my new girlfriend who you have met i have met her yes however just wasn't feeling right for you after you sent the message to say oh actually it's not quite right i feel like this is the most loving thing would be not to do this in the waiting space between waiting for your dad's reaction, how did you feel? Um, I felt really, I felt really good about sending the message. I was like, cool. oh, that feels really good. Like I'm in my power and I'm sharing how I feel. And then however he reacts or responds to that, I know that I've shared my true feelings Yes. around the subject and so I think and he responded quite quickly actually he was like yeah he didn't his response was short it was just like yeah we'll okay great we'll chat later it'll all be fine 
something like that. Mm. And um, yeah, and then we chatted later, and that went it went pretty well. Like, I mean, he threw in some like jokes about oh, what do you expect me to stay in a motel kind of thing? A little but, bit, Dad. You know, trippy. a bit like, you know, he was kind of upset but also in a joking kind of manner. Because, I mean, Dad, all dads act in different ways, but he could have stood his dad ground and been like, I'm your father. Yeah, totally. But I feel... I. Th- but that's I not your feel, dad. I feel like he's like expanding to these, um, the way, or just kind of listening to people how and their feelings. Mm. Because I feel like if he did the dad thing, like I hope that he might have sat in what that might be like if he did come with the girlfriend and know that that could potentially ruin future. Yeah. relationships totally and like, also you're not people you are his people you are his yeah. daughter so it, and it's pretty conscious not taking dad's side but it i mean all full love and respect to your dad yeah but it's pretty conscious of him to not be reactionary yeah and to be like okay yeah i'm putting myself in grace's place mm. Mm. yeah no it was good it was a good thing f- for me i think personally yeah, how and is it also ripping? our relationship? Mm. Yeah, mm. I feel like it's been good. Like it, it happened. He came, he stayed, or he didn't stay. Sorry, but we met a mm. few times, mm. and well, just he came for dinner, and and the, it felt much better than it being forced and yes. uncomfortable. It was. It went. It turned from like you know f- a feeling of forced and uncomfort to mm. like. Um, comfortable and a nurturing time yeah yeah well there's also a difference between creating a boundary for your own personal space and shutting someone out you could have been like not that you would have but um a reaction can be i can't deal with this situation that's going on so i'm just going to be like no dude get out of my life or I can't handle this so it's a no yeah yeah totally you were just creating this this space so that Mm. you could yeah expand and improve your relationship yeah it was good I was and since having that priestess energy and like standing your ground like in a really beautiful way though has that kind of rippled out into other parts of your life like you felt more clarity or confidence to be like Hmm, actually, I'm going to tap into how I'm feeling and then speak my truth. Yeah, totally. I feel like it's, um, yeah, it's so important to do that. And I feel like it's like setting that kind of, that that was a big kind of boundary setting thing for me. But I feel like, yeah, in smaller ways, in different situations, it's definitely become something that I am super conscious of now Mm. you know we have so little time in our life Mm. and I feel like it's so important how you spend that time and who you choose to spend that time with Mm. and choosing quality time over lots of time but maybe not as high of quality because it's not actually what you really want to do 
Wow, but that's such big stuff. And I mean, Mm. it's family stuff as well. And oftentimes, yeah, we we think, oh, I don't want to make someone feel bad or, oh, this is going to cause conflict or mm, you put someone else's perceived needs over your own, not Mm. you, just in general. Um, So to have the courage to actually speak that truth is so powerful. And then that... The effect is, and it can go a number of ways, but the effect is that you, in fact, expanded your relationship with your dad and yeah, can totally. grow into new areas for yourself mm-hmm. and, and for your dad. So, yeah, super exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> uh, now, it's actually a great segue that you put your hands in the air <laughs> because my confession of the week is very different to yours. My confession is that my armpit hairs are super <laughs> long and I am so proud. That's really cool. It is quite cool. And the reason why, actually, the other day I messaged Grace and I was like, Grace, should I shave my armpits? I was going to this event and Grace was like, typical Grace. This is why I'm so in love with her because she wrote back, who are you shaving them for? Who? Who am I shaving them for? Society? No. Maybe. That's a whole other conversation. Am I shaving them because I don't want other women to think that I'm gross? Or am I shaving them because uh, it's perceived to be more clean if you don't have armpit hair? Uh, I didn't shave them. When you messaged me, uh, I was was like, are you actually going to... I thought, is this a real question or are you kind of just like, um, like I didn't just know trying to get a reaction. Were, like, I just didn't know whether you were like actually considering it or mm, like, because you, it still comes up. So it's like, I don't have a problem, like whatever length my hair is for me, it, it's like a, like a feeling, you know, now mm. it's a feeling like, Ooh, that doesn't feel so good. So I'm going to shave my legs or I'm going to wax my I'm gonna get a Brazilian or whatever I'm gonna let the our waxologist drink <laughs> hot wax in my butthole Sue. because it Sue we found out her name is Sue we, we're on first name basis with the lady that waxes our private parts um that for me is a feeling I think that it's more for me and not for other people yeah um I just don't yeah like we go to the beach a lot mm. and we wear bikinis and I just feel more comfortable and confident in myself doing hair removal in those areas if we're going to go down the hair removal path (laughs) however the armpits yeah it's a bit of a statement Mm. yeah you've got questions yeah I do Yeah. yeah 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 fire away so what made you decide that you wanted to grow them well, because you have to decide, I feel like. Well, mm. sometimes it's a little bit like it gets out of hand and then you're like, mm. oh, well, it's already there. Yeah, so I'm just okay. going to leave it. So there's that because yeah. the armpits, I mean, it's not always on show. Um, but yeah, winter's all, coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oops, didn't <laughs> shave them for a while. And I did used to. Like when I was performing or I'm always on the camera doing lots of hooping things, my arms are in the air. I just just preferred aesthetically to not have hair under there. Yeah, I guess, you know, if people are taking images and yeah, videos there's just this, and... Mm, yeah. 
But another big part of that was like, fuck that. Yeah. Why do I have to have no hair in a place that hair grows? Why do I have to, you know, invest all this time and money in hair removal? And when I look at another woman, when I see a woman who has hair under her arms, I think it's hot. Like, I don't think, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not for me. I don't perceive it as something that is gross. And the other day, so I have a, a really amazing girl that works with me. She's 18. She's like, um, yeah, she's a bit of an activist. You know, she's 18. So she's into politics and she's into all these like feminist rights. And um, I walked downstairs and I put my arms in the air and I was like, Michaela, look, I'm growing my armpit hairs. And she was like, oh, like not, not <laughs> just like, oh, why? And I was like wait, I thought you were a feminist. Isn't this what feminists do? And no, yeah, don't come at me. Like, no disrespect. I know it's a generalisation. Um, and she was like, mm, I just prefer to keep mine clean. And that's kind yeah. of the thing. It's like it's a, it's cleanliness. a personal preference. Mm. Yeah. So how are you going with it? Like, do you feel clean? I feel now? totally clean. Like, because yeah. I am clean. I washed clean. my arm. I mean, I have had a cold. For, do I have BO? The <laughs> answer's like, crossed her arms. Is that why you're <laughs> like, asking me? Like, down. do you feel clean? Because you sure as hell don't smell it. <laughs> no, I can't smell Wait, you at all. I'm just going to give my... I can't <laughs> smell anything because I have a cold. And also, I don't have BO. Um... Do we want to talk about Bio? Because I got so many stories. Yeah. This whole podcast could turn from Nimbin, which, prob- which <gasps> works. Having that said works. that, that's so true. When oh, mm. I'm remind me when we get into the Nimbin story about what was happening for me in terms of smell that day. Okay, we haven't I've spoken about this. We no, haven't spoken about this that. Is new. This is actually really new. Um, Anyway, so it's a personal preference. And if we are talking about any of those conversations, uh, I know recently there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in US politics about men or government or whatever making decisions for women's bodies Mm. around abortion, which is very different to armpit hair. I totally get that. Um, However, it's a woman's right and choice and it's got nothing to do with anyone else, what we do with our bodies. So... When I asked you if I should shave my pits, I was, yeah, I was just looking for a reaction, Okay. I think. What did you expect me to say? Pretty much what you said. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Like, answer with a question. I think that I thought you would say, do whatever you want to do, which is pretty much what you said, but in question form. Yeah. Which was like, who are you shaving them for? Yeah, well, I was curious. I was like, Oh, you... wait, were you asking the question because you thought I was shaving them for someone? No, I was like, well, okay, you've asked me this. And it was more like, well, are you shaving them for yourself? Because that's the most important mm. Mm-hmm thing yeah and if if the answer is yes then yes but if you're doing it for other people I feel like mm. that's you're kind of just leaving yourself yeah you I actually have a question for you because I've had this conversation with a few pe- few other mm. women and one of the women said for her it just doesn't feel appropriate to have mm. armpit hair because she works in corporate and she really feels like there's a certain standard of aesthetic and look that needs to be upheld and professionalism and armpit hair just 
does not connect with that Cut look. It. Yeah. And as a hairdresser predominantly in your life, it's probably Over not. Over the basins? Yeah. Like, that would probably not be a yeah. nice thing. Yeah. Because, I, on, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends, like... When you said corporate, I immediately thought like, oh, this chick's going to be in a suit all the time. Who would even know? Yeah, that's right. Or I yeah. guess though but dress in different- Queensland, mm. there's, like, there's like fancy singlets you can wear in corporate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This particular woman, yeah, she would wear kind of cool. So, yeah, we live in a hot climate and it, and the thing is like, yeah, if we're going down the smell, the BO, if that was a problem, that people... It, it, we do live in a sweaty kind of smelly climate. So you do have to, I personally, I'm not having, a, I don't think that I'm having a problem with my underarm odor because uh, I use a crystal. I don't use deodorant. I use the crystal. And so that does not. Keeps you fresh. Fresh as. Fresh as fuck. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that is my confession. I'm loving my armpit hair. What I just want to see how long I can grow it because it's mm. my hair. I'm kind of curious. Like, how? Like, does it grow? Like, does it have a growth point where it stops growing yeah, at like the a certain point? I know. I should yeah. look this up. And also, it's like if we look, you know, um, some women who've never shaved on like. What you've done to that hair obviously has a difference, right? If it yeah. makes a difference. If hair history. Shaving it or I had mine lasered for a long time when I was performing to get rid of it. So I think it's growing back kind of weird. Mm. Like I don't think I'm going to have a, can I say, a full pit of hair. I just chipped my tooth on the microphone. Um, yeah, Maybe. we'll see. I don't know. I don't. I haven't. Maybe we could give you a sick fadey. Yeah, like we a can skin, cut tracks into it. It's gonna a be skin like fade. <laughs> to live I'm like totally down. Yeah, I just think uh, it's like this podcast is just all about experimenting with yeah. stuff and kind of going against things that people say. Oh, you shouldn't do that, or that's disgusting, or that's going to be a bit weird, or hard, or intimidating, or whatever. Yeah. Um. It's like, well, who says? So the only way that we're going to find out is if we do it. Try it. And let's face it, I mean, armpit hair is probably not going to change my life. I might just attract a few more ladies. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your... Um, you are most welcome. Thanks so much for helping me pits. out with the hard questions. <laughs> you know, when I'm having a bit of a wobble in life, do I shave or do I not? You're always there, Grace. So mm. that's good to know. Uh <laughs> Do you want to talk about Nimbin? Yeah, we'll touch on Nimbin. All right. That's I want to know. Go on. Mm. I really want to know what what mm. it felt like for you because on the way to Nimbin, Grace was laying down sick in the back of the car. So I was like, I oh sick. my gosh, this is not going to be good. I However, felt sick. Yeah, it was, I'm actually really glad we went because we talked about maybe not going, and but it was nice to um, get out. And the drive out there is so pretty. Um, mm. It was really nice laying in the back and just (laughs) watching (laughs) the trees um, through the window. Um, Yeah, we also got – Deanne was driving and she got pulled over to do a drug test on the side of the roads Mm -hmm. going into Nimbin, which I was kind of like a little bit confused. I I get like if, you know, they're getting people on the way out, but they'll 
protesting people on the way in. But then yeah, later when strange. I thought about it, I was like, maybe if they tested everyone on the way out, they wouldn't have room to keep everyone all the people that they get because yeah they would just have everyone capture everyone driving illegally yeah the jail is just not big enough nimbin jail nimbin jail uh yeah but Deanne passed with flying colors i was fine however the car in front of us not fine no so (laughs) who knows where they are Mm. Yeah, probably on muddy grass weekend when there are so many cops around um, testing. Not pro- not just that weekend, any weekend. If you are driving under the influence of drugs, yeah. it's probably a good idea to stop. Yeah. Don't get in the car. However, that wasn't the only um, uh, illegal activity that we saw. So, Oh, we saw so much good stuff. Um, coming in to Nimbin... Mm. We arrived and we're walking into town and because you have to kind of park out of town a little bit because it's so busy. Um, we came across a guy who we, we drove past him first and he looked like he was having a great time. Just great. biggest smile on his face. He was sitting alone on the footpath um, and then literally about 10 minutes later when we walked back past him into town, he... <laughs> His thongs were off. He was laying down, sprawled out, just asleep. <laughs> so zen. So um, zen. So he chill. was having a great time. Mm. And that was kind of like that That set the tone yeah, for the did. humans that we're about to encounter. Yeah, I think. it was good. And then it, it was crazy. There was so many people there and um, lots of smoking happening. That, you know, I, I feel like, like there was lots of police around, but mm. it's kind of just like they were turned a blind eye or, you know, like they were like, well, we're, this is happening, you know, we're just yeah. going to let this happen. Yeah. As um, long as there's no other like mm. aggressive or yeah. challenging behavior, the, mm. the behavior of smoking marijuana in the street, which for everyone who is listening outside of Australia, like it's not allowed. We're not allowed mm. to do that here. If you're in, I know I've been to like LA and San Francisco and the whole place just smells like weed, but that is, it's a no, an absolute no here. Um, yeah. They turned a blind eye. Yeah. Like, and yeah, so. yeah, definitely. And like people go to Nimbit. it's like where you go even tourists come here and you know check out Byron Bay and then you can get a bus from Byron to Nimbin and buy some cookies or you'd be literally there for like 30 seconds on the street and then there's people coming at you offering um their goods their baked goods um yes and yeah I've, they're cooked goods yeah I feel like it's just, it's a weird place. I just find it weird that Mm. you can, this place exists where you you know you can go and get this stuff that you're not supposed to have, but you can get it there and it's okay. Mm. I find that really interesting. So Grace rocked up with some contraband that that looked pretty sus. And um, I even said to you before we left, I said, yeah, I've got these, I've packed these chalk chip cookies for snacks 
but maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't take them. And I was like, no, nah, it'll be fine. In a Ziploc bag. In a Ziploc They were in a Ziploc bag. They're from Aldi. <laughs> totally innocent and legit, as Grace is. But um, I don't know. Maybe it was just like, I felt like we were the most innocent people there at the time, but somehow we just attracted We got the- caught. We got caught eating cookies from Aldi. The policewoman came up and she was moving us on and she was like, put your cookies away. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, ladies. So condescending. Right. We've been sitting on the road because we were trying – there's a massive parade. So that's the mm. – have we spoken about That was about really this? cool. Was no, we haven't spoken about it. Beautiful. There's a huge parade. So we were kind of sitting on the road and because we were so chilled, not because we were stoned, sadly, uh, we just hung out for a while. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We just sat and I wasn't feeling well and yeah, we're just chilling. And then and all of a sudden <laughs> we're like accused of Yeah, contraband. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even like have the heart to tell well, I wasn't the way she said it, it just I could have been like, Oh, they're not you know, what you think they are, but I feel like by saying that probably <laughs> made it yeah. seem like yeah. it was. So I just didn't even say anything. I was just like, yeah. I kind of felt like we were at school, yes. like sitting down and we had something that we shouldn't have had. And then, you know, the teacher or the principal walks up and is like, mm. ladies, I know what you're doing. Yep. You better You've put that away right on. now. Yeah. Or else I'm going to tell your parents. And we we're like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and we could have, yeah, you totally could have, like, talked back and be like, but they're not even, and then. It wasn't worth it. Not, not it wasn't worth, it. worth my breath. Just move along, put your cookies away. Yeah. We got we got given things as well. They were throwing out oh, yeah. um, papers. Yeah, I still have them in my bag, like these really big joint papers. Yeah. This had nothing to put in them. <laughs> Cookie crumbs. Like, yeah. It wasn't really, yeah. Having said that, we could have totally taken any drugs that we wanted to there. Oh, definitely. It wouldn't have been hard to find. Wasn't there? What was, where were we meant to go to find the edibles? Wasn't there a place? Oh yeah. A friend messaged me. Um, he said that there was a guy who was doing wood carving in the street. Um, or maybe it was an attempt. Yeah. a, A wood carving guy. Was that was just his front though? Apparently, he made really good chocolates. This is the thing yeah. that's so confusing because it it's a <clears throat> celebration of marijuana. It's open. That's what everyone's there to do. And there's a whole side to it that's all about law reform, which I found really really interesting because we're still pushing in Australia to legalize it for medicinal purposes and for recreational purposes. So there's this whole celebration, and it's been going on for. I really should have researched. It's like. Years, decades, mm. and yet you still have to hide the sale. And I know, I get it. It's like because it's illegal, but you still have to hide behind your wood carving shop front to sell your chocolate edibles. Yeah. It's like it just there's a disconnect. And I guess mm. the disconnect is that law, you know, law abiding element to it that people don't want to get busted. And the protest is we shouldn't be getting busted. Yeah. It should be legal. That. Um, parade that mm. we watched was actually I, there was some really powerful mm. moments in that mm-hmm. parade. Like there was a a mother or, or 
a cow or someone pushing this boy with cerebral palsy mm. who had really severe cerebral palsy and, mm. um, you know, them just trying to fight for alternate medicine. Yeah, it's basically. like medicine for their children. Imagine mm. you're fighting for the best medicine for your children and your government and the police say, nah, we, we're yeah. going to prescribe this stuff for you, but you can't have that, that you know that works, that is a natural plant. We're going to create a block and a law. And if you do give it to your children or you do purchase it, we're going to fine you, put you in jail, you're going to have a criminal record. Mm. Like how is that even making yeah. any kind of sense? Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. I, I get like it's just kind of interesting though because I guess those people are probably it's a, it does open a lot of questions. I think one for me would be like, well, maybe they're self-medicating now mm. with you know doses that they just assume is oh, yeah. enough or yeah. um yeah so you I think it like, needs to be regulated well i feel like if it's going to be a medicinal thing i feel like it's like anything you know you want to yeah. you don't want to be giving yourself too much of or not enough of sure. um and causing other yeah this side is effects true. or things this like that <clears throat> um particularly so, yeah. For something that is so serious and yeah. it's not just, oh, I want to sleep better or, you know, I just want to chill. Or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm. But I feel like, yeah, um, yeah, I guess it's just like anything with mm. in moderation and because we did see a lot of really yes. munted people yes. there Yes, and that's well. what I was just going about that's, to say. It's like yeah. the perception you know that and i think that's maybe why those images in the parade of the mothers and their children who are sick and they're protesting to legalize it were so powerful for us even because yeah. the the broader stereotype is montville yeah it's the the ones who don't regulate anything no. there is no it's just like they're it, all in yeah that, mm. that was it made me question like were you born like this like this munted <laughs> or have you self-medicated yes. and made yourself this munted like yes or mm. all of the above like, yes um you know what i thought and talking about stereotypes we met one of your amazing friends who is from the nimbin yeah. area so this is you know nimbin gets this like you were saying it gets this it's a tourist destination. It has this vibe about it. It has this reputation. But then your friend was from the area because you kind of think like anyone who grew up there must be like this rainbow pot smoking hippie, you know, totally like no brain cells left. But your friend is so cool and so yeah. like – so yeah, he that's is, another stereotype that everyone in Nimbin – and my friend too who was in the, the yeah, parade. Yeah, She's and really she loved – she was like yeah loving nimbin yeah it's a it's a pretty diverse place but mm. Mm. yeah no it's cool i we did um i was just had a thought about the man that we met at lunch mm. oh yeah bumping into people actually having conversations <laughs> rather than just like letting all the munters kind of go past you uh and then actually getting into co- what you, I feel like you connected with him a lot more. I just, I was like, 
I think that man's my uncle. Like he's so, <laughs> he's so uh, yeah, he just reminded me of my uncle. That's um, hilarious. I don't, did you have I don't a special connection with him? No. What would you uh, think his name was? Probably something like my first thought was Bruce. Mm, definitely a Bruce. I was or, thinking Bruce or Bob. Yeah, okay. Bob, Bruce. I like Bob. Anyway, so yeah. we sit down and Bruce sidles mm-hmm. up next to Grace because yeah. she is a man magnet. Have we man uh, mentioned magnet. that before? Anyway, yes. And Bruce says... Um, Bruce said... I don't know who started talking to who, actually. <laughs> but he it was probably in his, do you reckon, 70s? Actually, yeah, it's hard to tell with you these never people. Know. Because yeah, he was pretty he weathered. He could have been 30, you know? Yeah, pretty weathered. <laughs> he was weathered. Um, he had a grey beard and um, separated teeth. Um, maybe miss, yeah, just missing, I think missing <laughs> teeth. Anyway, he was pretty munted and he was having lunch and we got chatting and he had come up from down south somewhere. He'd driven far with his wife, but he was on his own. Yeah, we don't know where the wife was lost. No, he said oh. she was sleeping. Sleeping <laughs> in the park. Well, he w- so he had told us that he had been on acid and it, the meal he was eating was the first meal he'd eaten in days and he hadn't slept in days. And he was so happy. He was actually a really funny man and cracking jokes. Um, Made me want to take acid. He was so jolly. He was really jolly. Mm. And I think for me, I was like, it just made me realize that people, some people just really love to do drugs. Like, and that's like their lifestyle. You know, like he had traveled, he had traveled far to be, come to this drug festival, basically. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And he'd bought his wife, like, is that something, do you know, like, that they sat down and or it's like their annual holiday? Like, oh, look, you know, oh, we're going to um, we're gonna hit Nimbin Mardi Gras up um, on this weekend and then the following weekend um, we've got this other drug <laughs> drug like show to go swap, through. Like, army yeah, all around like, Australia. Like, surely there's more. Well, you would think so. Uh, you know something as you're speaking about Bruce, I'm like, where is the line between addiction and recreational? Yeah, so it's like true. something and it can happen with alcohol as well. So it's like, when does it become a problem? I mean, he seemed so happy. He did. Having said that, he was know, there were some issues going on, but he was, oh, he was having a great time and he had all these stories and he was hilarious and... Maybe his wife didn't even exist. Well, there's that as well because there was part of it... But, Often when you meet characters like Bruce, you will – I question all of their stories. I'm like, is he just making mm. all this shit up? It's amazing and it's hilarious. And if he is making it up, it's good. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It's great content. Yeah, totally. Um, Maybe he was completely sober. Well, there was that as well because I was thinking if I had been on a bender for three days and I suddenly was sitting next to someone eating a burrito, I don't think I would be that articulate. Mm. He was pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um. But it just, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's like people, and yes, people do love, not all people, many people like to take drugs. And we see that not just in like festivals like the Nimbin Mardi Gras, but like big music festivals or uh, 
yeah, a lot like any all over the world now. There's more and more, not just with electronic music, although drugs and electronic music music <laughs> go wonderfully together. Um, yeah, that people are kind of out and celebrating, and it's such a contrast to drug issues that we have. In, mm. You know, it's like those people who are addicted and do have problems with drugs also love drugs. So it's yeah. like where you're recreational and enjoying. And, and some people would say, yeah, that's not a thing. Like if you're, you know, if you take drugs or use drugs recreationally, then you're yeah, a drugger. You're a drugger. You're, you're a, a monta, drugger. You're a, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's, you know, that's like that kind of zero tolerance um, stance, which is, I guess, people's choice. Yes. Uh, and then we ended up at a cafe. <gasps> we did. You got a chai. We did. We were so good. I mean, we could have really gone to town. We could have gone to party town. However, yeah. we were there on assignment for this podcast. So we really wanted to make sure that we captured everything and we weren't, yeah. you know, down some weird rabbit hole. But this cafe, I mean, I love the smell of weed. So I was like, it just smelled like, oh, I'll get yeah. to my smell story later, it does by the way. Smell. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, this, ca- what was the cafe called? Oh, should we Google I that think, one? was it Oasis? The Oasis? Maybe. It's like Endeavor. the, the no. only, it's like the only mm. cafe in Nimbin, really. Yeah. On the main street. If you, you know, know Nimbin or Google mm. Nimbin, mm. it's like a big, it's, and it was a hub and it was, it was heating. It was pumping. It was, pumping. It was kind of like, it felt like a club, mm-hmm. but it was like, <laughs> it was like club vibes, but, yeah. but, but like, weed version yeah you would just get like, a chai most people had dreadlocks um yeah they were all like looking super mellow for good yeah. reason i'm sure there was like just plumes of like smoke smells weed. so good it yeah. did smell good it smelled beautiful mm. and it, it kind of felt like there was a whole range of people but a lot obviously everyone apart from us was smoking weed it kind of felt like being in india where um when you're in a cafe that is full with foreigners who've been in India for a really long time and they landed thinking they were going to be there for a week and then they stayed for like 15 yeah. years or something and they just never left. It did. And they just kind of kept, you know, just like drew them in because it's so powerful and that's what this place felt like. A hard, yeah, totally. It was of an like epicenter. Once you go in, you're not leaving. It was like a community. I felt like I was in mm. someone's house. Like mm. that's like someone's living room and everyone was just kind of – just chilling so cool at a house yeah. party but yeah. like a, a very mellow house party yeah and i even in those i mean i have been in many situations where there is copious amounts of drugs um and i still think where are the cops mm. you know in that situation i mean you just had to walk along the sidewalk and be like you know that almost everyone in that place is smoking weed or taking drugs of some form. Um, and we still have this feeling like, well, I still have this feeling. It's like, yeah, it is illegal and you don't want to get caught. And so there's all this kind of weird stuff and energy around it. I know mm. for good reason. That's a whole can of worms. But um, it was cool. Like, it was honestly, cool. though, the whole energy of the whole space is just – yeah, everyone's chilled. Everyone's having yeah. a great time. You don't see people like trying to bash each other or steal yeah. shit and run away. There's no aggression. And you know, like, um, <coughs> where was I on the weekend? And 
uh, raging. No, but I was I was out somewhere and it was late, and people were drunk on the street mm. and like you know that you know that yelling that drunk yell that people do when they get drunk like yes like yeah like yeah, it's really just like turn it's just really like, yeah, yeah like gremlins or something there was zombies yeah there was none of that <laughs> no which is really cool you know like I. I, I find it really disturbing on my insides when I hear, like, Same. when I'm, you know, just getting from A to B or whatever, and you hear these, like, just drunk people yelling, it it's like this tone in their voice. I don't think I ever, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard a sober person yell like that. No, because it turns it's just like, you, turns most people into... yeah. Um, it's not cute. No. I am going to judge. And I have yelled like that. Yeah. I I'm am sure we innocent. all have. <laughs> <laughs> I have turned into a flesh-eating zombie. I get it. Mm. Um, and because, yeah, I guess with alcohol, you don't you don't realise like you're having such a great time. So obnoxious. Yeah. Um, we live in, I was going to say California. We do not live in California. <laughs> we live in Coolangatta. And there is a club. Duck club. It's a little club. Um, and it is frequented by many younger children and they just cut sick. Oh, we can hear them all the time. On the weekends, they turn into that. They're really, really yeah. noisy and that's okay because I guess you've got to do that. That was not happening in Nimbin. And I I have a really strong opinion about some drugs and a really strong opinion about others. And I feel like I know it's hard to be selective but um, there are some drugs that I, even drugs that would be seen as like class A, like no-go zones, that I think are really almost essential for humanity. Mm. Big call. Um, because they don't turn you into flesh-eating zombies, despite some people's <laughs> beliefs. They expand your awareness and they connect you with the higher consciousness and they allow you to see things that you can't see when you're doing shots of tequila. Or you can't mm. see when you are clouded <laughs> by uh, life and, you know, kind of stuck in, in what is our day-to-day reality. Mm. So I am, yeah, I, I really enjoy being in Nimbin and, and being part of that world and seeing people who are fighting for the rights of plant medicine and what that means to them. And that's a whole range of reasons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm. and we we uh yeah we came out feeling good i don't know a little bit enlightened but not because of the the medicine um so i for some reason i have a pretty i don't know it could be my experimentation with drugs over the years or it could just be that i am i don't know tapping into my own pleasure all of the time on nimben day so i track I think I can talk about this. We'll just cross over into a whole new thing. So I always track my the day of my bleed and how that cycles with the moon. And I've been really connected to that for years and years. And so there are certain times of the month when my senses are really, really heightened. Like Is this about the smells? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Like extra over the top. And just certain smells. I know for some, I mean, maybe it ha- it's probably a hormonal thing, but like, you know how some women, when they're pregnant, they're like, oh, I can't yeah. smell. Mm-hmm. Or the smell of dirt is really yummy and I need to eat it right now. I'm not pregnant and the smell of dirt is not yummy. However, 
everything else was really yummy on that day. Yeah, okay. Like super stimulating. Like I was like the smell Grace was saying driving down the um it was like really beautiful and when we wind down the windows yeah. it's like yeah, those sm- you did smell really nice actually driving out. It was like mm. and I maybe we just like we live in this gorgeous area where we have fresh air. We don't live like in the middle of the city, but there's something about driving into the the jungle or the kind of like rainforesty area. It's not what is it a rainforest? Um Yeah. It's the Shire. It's, it's like the thick, shire. lush greenness. Yeah, it's green. Um It was extra green, I reckon. Mm. We did have a bit of rain and stuff as well, so yeah. that Yeah. It was just really beautiful. And there's something about that, like that that I don't know, connection sensory connection to nature which is like such a turn on so it like heightens all of my for me all of my senses and just being really aware of that um so when we landed in Nimbin there's a million smells yeah there was BO there was like soup there was we went into a into a old pub um and you know old pubs like just have yeah this the pub potent smell mm-hmm. what does an old pub smell like just uh beer I think beer and Beer and B.O. Beer and B.O. Beer and, and sometimes BO. like weird carpet smell. Yes, or... I was going to say sticky, but that's not a smell. Yeah. But if sticky was a smell, that's what it would yes. be like. <laughs> so I don't know if you, yeah, if I don't know if you have this thing, but I just sometimes, yeah, it's either like touch or, or smell or taste can just like set me off. Um Like ooh you out, like gross no, you out or just the opposite. turn you on. <laughs> Did you get that in the pub? <laughs> well, Did you? well, if I was wearing a blindfold, maybe. However, the sights of and sounds of the pub were enough to turn you off. So it was yeah, kind of balanced. True. Okay. Um, it was just it was kind of like the lush nature. On the way in, we stopped and there was um, there was like an antique store, and it had some. Oh, yeah. Perf- it had. It had some incense burning and I don't know, but it just triggered all of these amazing memories of like my past and I was just full sensory. And I don't know, Grace was sick in the back, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say to her like, you smell so good. But whatever, I don't know if you wear a perfume or if you have something in your hair. I was just like, I'm going to run off the road. (laughs) I can't handle. I was like... Okay, just get to Nimbin. Then I got pulled over by the police. (laughs) And that was like, you know, that kind of evens you out. So you're like, okay, come back to reality. And then we are, yeah, there was heaps of weed. We got chai. Mm -hmm. There was all these really yummy smells. That chai was really good. It was really good. Uh, Then we went into, it's a place called Happy High Herbs. Oh, my god! And it has all of these things. Do you even remember? Like, I yes. try to keep my overstimulation under wraps, even though underneath everything <clears> I'm, <throat> like, dying. Uh, I, yeah, we go in and, we, I don't know, Grace was, like, playing with some stuff. There was a few different things and there's all these cool books. And then I just had to smell all of the oils. And they smelled and so And there was good. all of this, like, erotic, I don't know, sensual body oil. And I put it on my hands and I was just like, I felt like, I don't know <laughs> if I can, I'm not going to say it. I soon, so I smelled it all and I was like, and it had really kind of 
not cute. Do you remember what yeah, the wrapping looked like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. There was like, um, I feel like there was kind of torsos. Yeah, it was pretty the, cheesy. Yeah. But I didn't care. It was like. They did smell so good though. They smelled so good and I couldn't. I was just like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And it was the end of the night and Grace was sick and we're, like, you know, ready to go home. Marcel was like, come on. As soon as I got home, I bought all of those oils, (laughs) like, on my phone and they landed on my doorstep, like, a day and a half later. So I have the whole range. And I want to, like, change the labels because they're really ugly and they look like, you know, sex dungeon oils. Um, And they've got really horrifying I want to smell them again now. But they're so – they're all natural. They're all amazing. And Mm. they're just, like, total turn-on. So that was my – Weekly confession number two. Um, things you don't know That's about me. Funny. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. So anything else? I think about the Nimbin adventure. I think it's good. Where are we going next? What are we doing? Come on. Van life. <laughs> yes. All right. So we have decided that we're gonna hire a van. Uh-huh. And where do you want to go? Um, I feel like we, you haven't been to Yamba before. I have not. And Yamba's not that far away. So okay. I feel like we should. And it's a We cute could name. go there. Have yeah. you been to Yamba? I've been to Yamba and I love it. It's Why do you love so it? beautiful. Um, the, I just love the, it's like a little small coastal town. And I love that. There's some really beautiful, like, lookouts over the ocean. Mm. and Let's go there. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It's so okay. pretty. So I really want to buy a van, but I just keep doing, like, fake van life. That is hiring vans and just kind of <laughs> getting out on the open road, making a playlist. Um, so this is kind of like another little test to see. Do you think you're going to be okay in the back of a van with me? I think so. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. What are you most worried about? I'm I'm really scared that I might wet the bed. <laughs> Is that something you often do? Like not often, but it has happened. Okay. And it's like not even I haven't even been drunk or anything. <laughs> like, okay. I just have a dream. Sometimes I just have a dream that I'm like going to the toilet. Okay. Your dreams and, are very intense. And then it's so. real and then it happens and and I, then I wake up and I'm like, I'm definitely not on a toilet right now, but I'm leaning. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully it won't seep over onto my side, so I won't even know at all. All right. That's your biggest fear? All right. Um, van life fear for me is I'll just never want to come back. Um yeah, maybe it's the same kind of thing, sleeping at night and, like, snoring or farting. I don't want to fart on you. That's all right. You can fart on me. Thanks. <laughs> probably will. It's probably going to happen. Um, all right. So we need to pack. We, uh, yeah. Do, bikinis. What's going to happen in Yamba? Beach life. Well, there's beach life. It's getting cooler, but... Okay. Um, and... I was going to... Yeah. Surfing. We could do surfing. We'll yeah. try. Maybe. Um, I don't yeah. know. Um, and okay. So the oh, geocaching too. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah. We yeah. could do that. Do you guys know what geocaching is? 
Grace, take it away. You can explain it. Um, I feel like actually, so this came up. Um, I asked on my Instagram stories, like, what should I do? What should we do for our podcast? And someone wrote geocaching. And I was like, what the hell is that? And when I messaged Grace, she was like, yeah, I do it all the time. Well, not like do it all no, the time. No, I don't do it all the time. My brother got into it and he, oh. he, um, yeah, he, it's basically a like worldwide game played and it's like a treasure hunt. And so, or, you know, you can, you, yeah, there's these treasures that are hidden all around wherever you are in the world and you use an app on your phone and the app tells you where they are and they give you hints. So, um, yeah. So then you, it could be like in a tree or something and you might have to, um, find a hole in a tree and usually there's like a, some kind of container and inside the container you can write, there's usually a little notepad that you can write your name basically oh, like, cool. Grace so not was like you Grace like a pirate treasure. Not like a pirate treasure. Sometimes like, they do have little treasures. Like okay. it could be like, I don't know, a guitar pick or like. Oh, like little. Okay. Little so it's more things. about the adventure of like trying to find it. Yeah. Okay. And I guess like, I think the nice thing about it is that it takes you to places where you might not have gone right. to otherwise. Like, okay. um, you know, you could find a really cool lookout or. So it's not the material treasure, it's the journey. Yeah, the journey. Okay, I'm down. So we could give that a go. All right, so next week, van life. Van life. Going to Yamba, Mm -hmm. looking for treasure, and who knows what will happen. Will Grace pee the bed in the van? Will I fart on her? We just don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Will something else happen? You're going to have to tune in. Tune in. Tune next week to ride chicks. I feel like you need to write a theme song. Yeah. To get that really sexy guitar out and like mm-hmm. rock out and um. Yeah, we can do maybe that. the piano. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing to definitely tune in for a um Grace original. Musical. Hey, speaking of tunes, should we should we share yes. our weekly yeah. obsession? You tell me there yours. are so, Mine's on so my phone. freaking many. Okay, so honestly, like I could just talk for years about all of the songs that I love and I try to share as many of my playlists as I can. I'm When I'm supposed to be doing work, I am just making playlists. But my two this week that you want to search for on Spotify or look up or just like cruise around to because they're both so gorgeous. The first one is called Lose My Mind and it's by Janine, J-A-N-I-N-E. And it's really sassy. It's super gooey and beautiful. Is that the one you sent me today? Yeah. No, you sent, no, a couple of days ago. Yeah, I think I sent it a little while ago. Yeah, that was, yeah. And it's like where, yeah. So And we can't quite work out what, it's a song. It's kind of like she, in the chorus, she uses lyrics that are from another song as well like yes up in that's here, right up, yeah, up yeah. In yeah yeah so anyway listen to it it's also on my spotify pleasure podcast uh no playlist which is beautiful and my second one that you have to listen to i don't even know when i think this is a fairly new one by billy eilish um it's called you should see me in a crown and it's mm. it's a yes it's a total pre-sex sexy. it's like really sexy and really strong and powerful and it yeah it's a definite yeah. One for the pleasure playlist. I love mm. both of them. What are yours? Okay. Mine are this week. 
Um, Do you remember by Jared James? Ooh. It's kind of um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's all you're I, gonna give us? Yeah, it's good. What the other day? The other day, it was accidentally in my CD player. Well, it was Whoa. my something hit my. <clears throat> I can't even, I don't even know what happened, but usually I just listen to like Spotify or whatever's on my yeah. phone. But it, the function changed and it went to my CD player and I, it started playing a CD and I was like, I don't, what, what, I didn't even know I had a CD in here. And it was Jared James and it was like the first song that came on and I just, when it came on, I was like, fuck yeah, this song is sick. <laughs> and then I like envisaged, envisaged myself like dancing Oh, really dancing. good to it. Oh, don't you love that? Yeah, that's yeah. when you see when you can visualize like physical action, whatever it might be, to a song. It's a yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm it's gonna really have good. to listen to it. So yeah, to do me. you remember by Jared James? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, see you soon by Coldplay. What? Um, cool. It's an old one, but yes, I like. I just have these moments in my life, like. There's a lyric that says um, in the song, she breaks my back. And yeah, his voice is beautiful. But Mm. I just like that those lyrics sometimes will just pop into my head like maybe once a year or once every like couple of years. And it did the other day and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I didn't even know. I knew it was by Coldplay, but I couldn't remember what song it was it took me ages to find it i was like going through every album and it's like one of his one of their first things and i was like listening to every song i was like i thought i found it but it wasn't it and then i found it and i was like fuck yes i found it <laughs> the dedication i'm never letting you go again so now it's like yeah i've put it also on um I think I've put it on a couple of playlists because I'm like, I'm never going to lose you again. I'm never going to lose you again. Drop it in. That is so cool. Yeah. And it just makes me feel really calm. That's, yeah, really calm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's really gentle and like just feels Mm -hmm. like a little hug. And the Jared song makes you feel? Um, I would say that one makes me feel... Um, powerful or yeah just oh, yeah. kind of like you know driving along and be like fuck yeah like <laughs> I got this life I'm awesome awesome oh, I'm, I'm awesome. fucking awesome oh, yeah or just I don't know it just makes yeah. me feel like when I was visualize moving to it mm. I'm like oh that is awesome cool yeah 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 I love the feelings or like yeah again the visuals behind songs so mm. incredible well, there cool. are four biggies to listen to. Um, okay, so that about wraps us up, yeah. which is so entirely epic. And it's so cool, Grace, doing these things that like put us a little bit out of our comfort zone. And I'm super stoked to just kind of keep going van yeah. life and then see what's next. And We've see been what's pretty mellow. I think. Yeah, I think we started off. But yeah, but you know, it's been it's, chill. That's okay. It's kind of like foreplay, you know. <laughs> Exactly. What's going to exactly. happen later? We're rush straight in and just like, you know. Yeah. That's sick. Um, so we are going to go and get our van. Well, like in a little bit. And we'll get back to you and let you know if Grace peed the bed. <laughs>
Yay! Awesome. <laughs>